Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The wagon rolls on. The Arizona Diamondbacks <laughs> win again and are, in fact, confirmed as a wagon. Jesse, welcome into the PHNX D-backs podcast. My name is Derek Montilla. Of course, I am your mayor of this wagon. He is your vice mayor of the wagon, also known as Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. They just had to do some wagon maintenance in the ninth inning. Sure, you sure. change the oil, change the tires, Tight, tighten up you know. the tight. It's I don't, you don't. I don't think there's oil, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tighten I don't up know. the tires. I don't this, know. This wagon has an engine. Yeah, right, it really Derek, does. That's, that's what I'm really trying does. to say. <laughs> uh, but of course, welcome in to the show. We are so thankful to have you guys here. Uh, what a game! What a game! It wouldn't be an Arizona Diamondbacks win if it wasn't exciting. In some way, Jesse, uh, even when we think we can count on the bullpen, things fell apart a bit tonight. Uh, it was very shaky, but thanks to a pretty substantial offensive output from this team, the Diamondbacks were able to overcome a seven-run game by the St. Louis Cardinals and win 8-7. to seven. Dre Jameson, it was another Dre day, uh, was on the mound, didn't have a chance to go very long uh, and got himself into quite the jam there uh, that you know, really weird inning, but he 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 bent but did not break in his outing. That's kind of the theme of the night for the D backs. Right? Yeah, they, they've, got been, close. they've bent in a whole lot of ways, <laughs> uh, but they did not break yeah. in this one. And yeah, an eight three win or an eight seven win counts the same as an eight as an eight three win, does. right? At, yeah, at the end of the does. day. Yeah. So uh yeah, Dre Jameson did not have his best stuff today. I think he uh, his command was was very much not there for him. He wasn't throwing first pitch strikes. His slider was just not really there for him in this start. Obviously, that's a huge pitch for him. So when he's not able to bury the slider, get swings and misses, put that pitch where he wants to, it it's really tough for him. Uh, and he wasn't really able to to command either of his fastballs super well either. Uh, but good Andre Jamison, right, for, yeah. for coming out three and two-thirds innings. He didn't go that deep, 71 pitches. He's still... Obviously, a little limited from a pitch count standpoint, but he only gave up two runs, right? He kept the Diamondbacks in this game, and, and you saw that that offense respond in a in a big way in the fourth inning, uh, just kind of setting up uh, this game. Gigantic game. I mean, offensively, there were just things all across the board. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel had a great day. He, once again, is trying to ensure single-handedly uh, that I have to dye my hair like his. He went three for four uh, with three singles. Uh, he's just continues to be very good for this team. Another nice day for Evan Lagoria. Just several guys across yeah. the board. Uh, up until that ninth inning, the Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks offense uh, had really kind of pummeled 
the Cardinals offense comparatively, but uh, they, things got exciting there in, in the ninth inning. The Cardinals did make it a much closer game uh, than it was uh, was much earlier, but a lot of weird stuff in this game. Like in the second inning, the Cardinals scored a run on an overturned safe call at second base that uh, was, I think, the first thing we complained about on our Twitter account today. Uh, but it was basically uh, a, a situation where Motter from the St. Louis Cardinals came in. It was kind of a bang-bang play where it was really close. Uh, it would appear that he may have beat out uh, Cattell getting to the bag before him. It was basically looked like right at the same time. But Motter overran the bag and then clearly wasn't on the base anymore. And Cattell tagged him. And after going back and reviewing the play, they called Motter safe. And that didn't make any goddamn sense at all, Jesse. <laughs> Did not make any sense. Why? Why was he safe? In what world was he safe? You over like we we heard the broadcast team discuss that they might have been reviewing to see if the run had scored before he'd applied the tag, because had the run crossed home plate before this tag was applied, yeah. that run would count. But they sounded fairly confident that the inning was over based on Motter overrunning second base. And, you know, again, even if it wasn't a, a force out at second, still could tell apply the tag and it should have been a, a tagged out, right? Yeah, well, I want to back up first and just say Nick Ahmed made an outstanding oh, play on that ball. Two incredible I mean, that, plays, by the way. Like right away, Nick Ahmed had like some uh, like gold glove plays. And ironically yeah. enough, I don't think either one of them were actually with his glove. I think he barehanded <laughs> both of them. But, yeah, Nick Ahmed looked great defensively. And, yeah to, yeah, to make that play, it was an easy play. Yeah, I mean, if that if that gets through like it looked like it was going to, it, you know, would have scored two runs, inning, easy. you know, obviously would have would have continued. Maybe it gets into the gap. I, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, you know, you have this bang-bang play at second base on a force out. It sure looked in the moment that Motter was safe. I was not at all surprised uh, that that part of the play was going to be overturned. But yes, as you said, it did look like Motter overran the second base bag and Cattell was smart to keep the tag on him during that. Right. My theory is that they're not going to they're not going to punish a base runner who is originally called out for overrunning the bag. Right. Like if if you're a base runner and you were and someone says the umpire says you're out at second base. Right. If you overrun that base at that point, it doesn't really mean anything because you're already out. Like in your head, you're not going to be thinking about like, oh, I need to make sure I stay on the base because you were already called out. Sure. So I, 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 I do. Saying. I do I understand how at least in this replay universe that we live because in, it wouldn't be, make sense. He could step off the bag and be talking to the umpire and the second baseman could casually tag him. And it, it would just the, be kind of silly, right? Like, thing, right? like, like every time you're called out on a bang, bang play, you would have to be very vigilant to make sure you stay on the base, even though you were called out. I, just, I don't I, know if you can punish players for that. I don't agree with that in this instance, because I don't know if I, okay. If he was called safe, I still feel like Motter would have overran the bag. Like I don't know how he would have stopped himself. Yeah, like, that is very true. I, he I did not. He did not slide for no good reason no, at all. <laughs> no, he just ran through it like it was first base. So I don't feel like he would have. That is a very I, valid I point. There was know. no. There was no way with the way that he went into second base. There was no way for him to stop his momentum anyway. No, so, not at all. It was uh, just yeah. weird. But I, I do, I do, I do uh, understand where you're coming from on on that, and uh, that actually makes a lot of sense when it comes to both the replay system and some of the rule, uh, the rules, pitched clock, all this other stuff. But 
Uh, Diamondbacks offense really has woken up in this series, and we're going to talk about their win in game one, obviously, but uh, today they scored six runs in the fourth inning before an out was even recorded. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel got to bat twice in the inning. I think he did. He got two yeah, hits. he singled twice. Single two of his twice. Three hits were in that same. Yeah, inning. that was. Uh, he was three for five, by the way, not three for four. But um, just a lot of wacky stuff in this game, including Nick Ahmed golfing a two-run double that bounced <laughs> off of the ground. I mean, when you talk about things going the Diamondbacks' way today, that was it. Because we incredible. were talking about how silly he would have looked uh, had he swung at this and missed because the ball, as you can see here, bounced a, a decent amount. I mean, he went full cricket on this. He it's did. Kind of he awesome. absolutely went full cricket. I just love this picture. Like, I just love this picture. You literally have the ball hitting the dirt probably <laughs> a good i don't know like six feet or so from where nick ahmed's bat is and and somehow nick ahmed uh turned this into a double <laughs> he should never have swung at this pitch no. right it was kind of an egregious no. mistake on his part not at all uh, and yet you also have to credit him for having the the mad skill that it takes to actually golf this ball into the outfield you weren't lying. uh but yeah nick nick continues to do good things for the d-backs really on on both sides of the ball i think he's he's had a strong start to the season all the way around um, but yeah, I, I've never seen this before. Have you ever seen this? I not really. Maybe not to like, that success, not to that level of success because yeah. it was such a well hit ball after that. It was. Yeah. yeah. And, and I heard a rumor, I didn't check this for myself, but I, I saw on Twitter, some people were saying that it kind of broke like the stat cast system. Like they don't have an exit velo reading because, <laughs> because, because the ball bounced the in the dirt. It's like, no, it, once the ball bounces in the dirt, we don't, we don't, we we don't, don't check for anymore. that anymore. Yeah. We don't, we so, don't, that shouldn't register. Uh, speaking of guys having a good season, Lourdes Gurriel, again, that we talked about him, uh, his average is now at 279 uh, with an on-base percentage of 297 and an OPS of 723. Thunder in the comments says the Varshio deal looks pretty good right now, and you aren't wrong because the other side of that uh, is actually our King Snake, which is the one and only Yo Gabby Gabby, Gabriel Moreno, uh, going two for three today with a home run, three RBI, and a walk. Uh, his first home run of the season. And, man, I mean, if this guy continues to put it together like he's put it together recently, uh, I think that we're going to be okay without Carson Kelly for a little while. Yeah, I, I, I like what I've seen from Gabby Moreno at the plate overall. I know it hasn't looked great for him in, in certain moments. He's grounded into uh, four double plays, yeah. I believe. He, he's had some not great moments at the plate for sure. He's not very patient at the plate. He, he is, feels yeah. like he can hit everything, including – Balls like the one that Nick just hit. And and I think that that will, I think you'll start to see him show a little bit more discipline at the plate over time. If you look at his numbers in the minors, he walked a pretty decent amount. Um, so, you know, first few moments here in, in the big leagues, I know, he, I know he had a cup of coffee in the majors last year with the Blue Jays, but... You know, he still doesn't have 200 at-bats in the big leagues. He's still getting new to this thing. Uh, we've seen something somewhat similar with Corbin Carroll, where he's kind of been swinging a lot, right? Not taking a whole yeah. lot of walks. I think over time, you'll start to see those things. But Moreno's quality of contact has been pretty decent uh, throughout the season up until today, despite what the numbers have, have said up to this point. And after today, you know, you're starting to see those those numbers come up. So, uh, good to see him knock out his, his first career yep. home run with the Arizona Diamondbacks. The offense today really did carry the load. Uh, pitching had a lot of pressure put on it. And uh, again, it, it bent bent pretty significantly, but it did not break. 
Uh, Corbin Carroll was scratched from the lineup, and you said that that ended up not being. Anything. Yeah, yeah. This was yeah. Apparently, the D back social media team uh, just they they just come up with the lineup card every day, and then I guess Tori Lavello either says that they did it right or he says they did it wrong. Uh, basically, what happened is. I don't know where they got this lineup from, Derek, but apparently the lineup that they released on Twitter today was not the actual Diamondbacks oh. lineup. Uh, Tori said that that was never an official lineup that they tweeted out. So uh, what appeared as Corbin Carroll being scratched was actually Corbin Carroll never, he was never supposed to be in the lineup to begin with. So uh, okay. no no injury, nothing nothing happening on that front. Yeah. Thunder says Moreno's arm has been great. It really has. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's just been a force back there uh do not run on gabby moreno um but uh on the on the mound the diamondbacks definitely uh had a lot go wrong for them today even though they were able to get the win dre jameson goes three and two-thirds inning three hits uh two earned runs two runs total four walks three strikeouts got the 71 pitches in those three and two-thirds innings which was just just too much uh, and yeah. even though he was able to get himself out of some of the jams, uh, he did get himself into, uh, it just, it, he, he just didn't have his best stuff today. He did not, but the diamondbacks have now played nine games over the last two years. that Dre Jameson is pitched in and they have won eight of them. They're eight and one over the last two years in games that Dre Jameson has pitched in. So, every game. so they, yeah, Flame I guess the game. only, the only reasonable of an inning every single game <laughs> he, I mean, he has had a knack for, even on days where he hasn't had his best stuff for for limiting the damage, right? And uh, you certainly saw that again today. His ERA is still 2.25, even though those peripherals definitely took a hit today and, and don't necessarily look great. I think he's given up three home runs on the season now in about 12 innings. So uh, you definitely want to see him pitch better, you know, next time out. But um, I think in a lot of ways, it it says a lot about a pitcher what do they what do they do? How do they handle it when they don't have their best stuff? Because those days happen to every single pitcher in the league. And Dre Jameson hasn't had many of those days. He's really had pretty good stuff just about every time out. Today he had to fight through that. And I think he did it reasonably well. However, the Diamondbacks had to use seven pitchers today. Not good. This is true. They got Madison Bumgarner starting tomorrow. Not great. Uh, this Peter Solomon is, is going to be on, oh, on yeah. speed Peter, dial tomorrow. Peter Solomon, right? you're getting the call. <laughs> and guess what? You're pitching three innings regardless of how well you do. But um, yeah, Dre Jamison, Kyle Nelson, who was very good in this game. Uh, Kevin Ginkle. Everybody else kind of struggled. Joe Mantiply returned. Scott McGuff actually did pretty damn well. Uh, he went one in a third innings, uh, struck out two, no hits, no runs. So uh, that was good. The bad, Andrew Chafin, not very good after being used yesterday. Uh, Jesse immediately said, I don't like this when Andrew Chafin get a, gave it, it was, a game. It was just weird. I mean, the D-backs have, I know they haven't named a closer, so in no way am I saying like, oh, Andrew Chafin's the closer. This is a non-safe situation. I'm not really thinking in that way. But it, it really wasn't, and it's, it's ironic to say this with how the game turned out, but it really wasn't, wasn't a close game. A close game. No. It was not a close game. Why would you put him in there, especially after he pitched yesterday? After right? he pitched yesterday, yeah. I, I I mean, I guess the D-backs were just kind of shorthanded. They'd already used, as you said, they'd already used Nelson, Ginkle, Mantiply, McGuff. So they didn't have that many options. They probably didn't want to yeah. use Peter Solomon in this game. So, uh, But they did have to use Miguel Castro again. That's another guy that they yeah. used two days in a row. So tomorrow's going to be a little tough because you're not going to have – either Chafin or Castro, most likely. So uh, tomorrow, 
you need Mad Bum to come out and or Peter Solomon to come out and really give you some length in that game potentially because the D-backs are going to be shorthanded in the bullpen. But yeah, it was an ugly game all the way around it for was. the bullpen, Derek. Uh, Andrew Chafin not throwing strikes. Uh, there was a violation his first, first pitch after coming out. Uh, I think that might have frazzled him a little bit. But this is the first time that we've seen Andrew Chafin give up runs of his own this year and you knew that was going to happen eventually but he really was pretty all over the place in this one the diamondbacks bullpen uh looks a bit better with mantiply in the mix and of course when we talk about some of the names that we've seen so far that we can trust uh, nobody's flawless right like uh andrew chafin was probably the most trusted uh, arm in the bullpen and tonight he was probably the worst of the relief pitchers that that came in in this game, at least yeah. as far as the results go, right? But now you have uh, Joe Mantiply, uh, Kyle Nelson, Andrew Chafin, Miguel Castro. Those four, fairly solid at the top of the pen, right? I mean, fairly reliable guys that I feel like will be great options for Tori Lavolo. Yeah. Um, however, if he doesn't get support from the other end of the bullpen, uh, Kevin Ginkle, Scott McGuff, uh, Ruiz for now, and Peter Solomon, that is uh, going to put a lot of stress on those guys, kind of like what we saw tonight over the last... Two days, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it is a little shaky after those guys. And, uh, of course, I wrote about earlier today how, you know, how great the D-backs higher leverage relievers have been this season. And then, of course, uh-huh. Andrew Chafin goes out uh-huh. and, and, you know, that just felt like there it was it inevitable. When you um, want to know the reason why. Yeah, you can fully blame me for that. Tonight, but the D-backs, the, the D-backs still got the win. So it could have it could have ended worse for me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, there has been this enormous disparity this year between how their higher leverage relievers have pitched and how those other guys have pitched, the guys who have come in in the not as important situations. And Very the D-backs have, have had some games where they've had huge leads and it hasn't really mattered if Jose Ruiz comes in and gives up a home run, right? Or if Peter Solomon comes in and struggles. They've been able to weather that storm so far and it not really affect the outcomes of these games. That's not going to be the case for the whole year. Eventually, you're going to get to the point where you need Kevin Ginkle to, to give you, you know, a, a big inning late in a game, an inning that really matters, or, or one of those other guys that I mentioned. You can't just be Castro and Chafin every single yeah, night, right? right like right. like tomorrow, D-backs, they, they can't go to those guys. So, um, so yeah, there's there's certainly a lot of room for some of those other arms to come in and prove themselves. We haven't really seen that happen yet. Still also some room for some young guys to get an opportunity should those arms not perform uh, for the Diamondbacks. So, yeah, just, Justin, I will say Justin Martinez, his numbers in AAA, they ain't great, Derek. No. They are, he is walking more no, than a batter no, an inning, no. and it has been not great. We don't want to look at the AAA numbers too much or the double in. And like, there's not a lot of good numbers right now going on. In, yeah. In leagues, but, uh, <laughs> Jordan we'll, Lawler's doing well, right? Yeah, he is. That's one thing we'll <laughs> hang our hat on. Make sure uh, to stop in on Thursday, and we'll have some more information about uh, the minor leagues at that at that time. But uh, if you want to get Jesse's article, it is unlocked and for free over at gophnx.com. You can go read it right now. If you want to get all of his content, sign up for a diehard membership over at gophnx.com. Not only do you get that content and the content from all of our writers here, especially with these big Suns playoff games going on, you don't want to miss a thing from Gerald, a.k.a. Girth. 
Uh, also, uh, you have all this uh, wonderful thing options, all this wonderful stuff you get as a diehard member. You get a free piece of merch from the phnxlocker.com. We got this brand new, the Vibes Are Immaculate shirt that we were selling out there at Bud's Palooza, which I've still not sobered up from. So my apologies in regards to that. <laughs> I figured it would take a few days. <laughs> a lot of weed, Jesse. Uh, but you can get this shirt or any shirt you want as a free merchandise. You can also get a hat of your choosing every year you're a member. Uh, you also get access to our members-only Discord lounge, which is the best place to be an Arizona sports fan. Uh, you get uh, free, uh, or excuse me, discounts with our partners. You get access to members-only merchandise, members-only invites to events, and so much more. So make sure to join us today. We thank you guys for being here today in the chat. We know that there's a big Suns game going on. We appreciate those of you that are still maybe multitasking or just here at halftime with us. We thank you. I don't know if it's halftime yet. Uh, that was a guess, a swing. It might be halftime. Uh, but of course... Uh, if you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever we go live. Uh, leave us a review if you're listening to us on your favorite audio podcasting app and subscribe there as well. And leave us a thumbs up. We always like the likes. So thank you guys for doing that. Of course, if you haven't done so already, make sure to sign up over at BetMGM. Uh, we are partnering with our friends at BetMGM. We're going to have so much fun out at the sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. Uh, we'll have a cornhole league. We're going to be doing the PHNX Cardinals show from there. So much going on. So make sure uh, to join us. Download the app now. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM, you can use our bonus code of PHNX, and you will get $200 in free bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the app and sign up using bonus code PHNX. Place a pregame money line wager in the amount of at least $10 on any market at standard odds price. You will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly, regardless of the outcome. Uh, just make sure you use bonus code PHNX when you sign up. Uh, and then join us at BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium for all Suns away playoff games. Our PHNX Suns watch parties presented by Neutral will feature food and drink specials, PHNX giveaways, and BetMGM deposit matches. And I have been tipped off that those bet MGM uh, deposit matches are going to be quite large, Jesse. So uh, don't miss that. So join us out there. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369 New York. Call 1 800 Next Step Arizona. 1 800 522 4700 Kansas, Nevada. 1 800 327 5050 Massachusetts. 1 800 Bets Off Iowa. 1 800 270 7117 for confidential health, Michigan. So the biggest uh, the biggest takeaway from this game, Derek, is is very clear. We're not really here to talk about the Diamondbacks. We're here to talk about the fact that Derek Montilla is four wins away mm. from no. doing what? What was what was it again? What did you say uh, you were gonna do? I am going to dye my hair like uh, Lourdes Coriel, like that right hey, there. Hey, there perfect. he is. That's perfect. Just like that. Let me match it up a little. Let me. Oh, 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 oh I'm elusive. <laughs> I'm elusive. There we go. All right, we're just going to do the rest of the show like this just as a preview now for what uh, what's to come inevitably. when the I can't wait for when you record. look like that. Oh, Enough of these hats, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny is I have a friend's bachelor party next month in Las oh, Vegas. Oh, that's even better. Uh, so there's going to be good times to be had with that hair, let me tell you. But uh, the Diamondbacks win another series, Jesse. And uh, with, the, with the win in game two, game one was kind of more of the same. Actually, it was a little... A little less nerve-wracking. It was a little bit more in control. 
Uh, starting pitching just, much better. It was just boring compared it to this It was boring. Game, right? yeah, no, no excitement. No <laughs> excitement. Uh, this show is officially sponsored by my purple hair now. Uh, Merrill Kelly was outstanding. And, I mean, it's again, much like Zach Gallen, I, I, I reserve judgment until we can see him do it a few games like Zach Gallen has done. Yeah. But, man, to think of this one-two punch of Gallen and Merrill Kelly both pitching like this, uh, that's very, very good for business, Jesse. Uh, Mer- Merrill Kelly's line, six innings pitched. Uh, five hits, one earned run, zero walks, three strikeouts. Yeah, he was great. He was really great in that game. I mean, just kept that Cardinals offense just absolutely quiet throughout the it game. Didn't, uh, it didn't hurt that uh, uh, Paul Goldschmidt was out of the lineup yesterday Correct. for the Cardinals. And Correct. Nolan Arenado was out of the lineup today. Yeah. The D-backs he did, he, have, did, uh, he did pinch hit. He right? did pinch hit, yes. Yeah, they're in the ninth it. inning. He gave us a little scare, and that was uh, not great. But uh, Goldschmidt did a home run in tonight's game though right this away. is true first at bat because of course but uh yeah i just want to get to a point where he can't hurt us anymore jesse uh offensively the diamondbacks were tight yesterday two for two with runners in scoring position took advantage of those opportunities yeah. tell Marte was two for four uh with a home run and two rbi so it was great to see Marte. uh you know kind of getting back on track this this team just keeps popping like in different ways right like you keep seeing little little ways that they're getting back on track and like they're it's just it's not all at once but they're yeah. still finding a way to win right so like the encouraging part is that they still have a lot of flaws and that there's a lot that they can improve on that would allow them to be even better than they are it right? is very true yeah it feels like a, a lot of their hitters got off to slow starts and you're kind of seeing slowly but surely some of those guys start to kind of recover from that yeah um so yeah i could tell how to had a nice game uh, yesterday with the home run, a couple of RBIs in that one. Uh, the big story of yesterday's game, of course, was Paven Smith, right? Uh, Palm Beach Garden Zone, Palm as, uh, as Derek Garden likes to say. A grand go. slam, the first grand slam of Paven Smith's career. Uh, we were literally asked in our Mailbag Monday uh-huh. show, like, is Paven Smith for real? Like, is this actually going to keep happening? I said absolutely. Happening? Jesse doubted him. I know. I said he's been good. Like, his, like it, it was legit. His, <laughs> is, yeah. his first few games where he was good, he was genuinely crushing the ball. And uh, he sure crushed the ball uh, mm-hmm. yesterday in, I believe it was the seventh At inning. At the right time. Slam. At the right time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just, the offense has just been on fire in this series. And again, it's very encouraging that they're getting the you know, the the output from different sources. Uh, Gabriel Moreno getting his first home run today. Paven Smith's grand slam yesterday. Marte uh, with the dinger. There's just... There's so many guys that can beat you, right? Yeah. Well, what we've talked about is the, the biggest thing the D-backs have going for them is just the depth of their offense. Right. That you can have Gurriel beat you. You can have Cattell beat you. You can have, you know, Corbin Carroll, obviously. Christian Walker, 36 homers last year. And, of course, there's all this speed up and down the lineup as well. There's a lot of different ways that this team can beat you, a lot of different guys who can come out and have big games. And if Paven Smith is is another addition to that, it's like, man, there's there's kind of a lot of hitters yeah. on this team that you start to feel pretty good about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your mind a bit, Jesse. Okay. There right. are three hitters in today's lineup hitting above 300. Nick Ahmed at 316. Okay. Yep. Everyone expected that he would be one of them. Evan yes. Longoria <laughs> at 303. And Josh freaking Rojas hitting 352. What? He's had a heck of a season. What? Josh, Josh Rojas Two has been. Today with he RBI. has been hands down the Diamondbacks' most consistent 
offensive producer this season and maybe even defensive producer. Josh Rojas, we talked about it the other day. Incredible He's defensive. playing a very, very yeah. good third base. Uh, he is very well on track to have maybe the best season of his career if he's able to, to keep up what he's done so far. I don't know if he's going to get 352 for the whole season, but you really like what you've seen from Rojas he's this hit year. 360. There you go. Uh, right. That's an underestimate. I yeah, never thought, I, I mean, I honestly didn't think that we would see Ro- Rojas DH, right? Like, it's not to say we didn't think we'd see him ever DH, but I just yeah. didn't think this early in the season with the other options that Tori Lovello has that we would see Josh Rojas, you know, DHing. But he deserves it, to be honest. He absolutely deserves it. And it's just a really incredible turnaround for this team that the offense was slow. We thought we might see another slow start like we saw last April. And yeah, that last April was a was a slog for for this offense. It at was least the first first couple yeah. weeks there. Yeah, yeah. That, now the offense is on fire. Uh, and I guess the only question is, are you jealous of the D backs long balls? Wow. <laughs> Do you need help getting your offense back on track? In oh the gosh, here we go. <laughs> are you having a hard time scoring on sack flies? You know what I mean. Uh, Roman is here to help. Roman is the digital health clinic for men addressing a variety of sexual health needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain a strong erection. Roman offers discreet wipes that help you last four times longer in bed, much like tonight's game. <laughs> we're really doing over three-hour games again? I thought we were past that. Yeah, this was, this was an over three-hour baseball game. I don't game. like that, Jesse. I don't like that, but... Uh, I'll tell you what, who does like long nights like that, your partner, and give your partner a long night uh, with Roman and their discreet wipes. No waiting room, no hassle, straightforward digital experience from the comfort of your home. If medication or testing is appropriate, Roman will send it directly right to your door like Tony Parashika giving him the green light. You know what I mean? Uh, everything arrives in discreet packaging with two uh, free two-day shipping. To learn more about how you can achieve your personal sexual health goals, go to ro.co slash phnx to get 20% off your entire first order. That's ro.co slash phnx. Uh, and if you want more from me, uh, I have no more for you when it comes to that ad read, but I do have more furniture. Mm. Uh, Jesse. I knew, I knew that's for Jesse you. Any, is, anytime Derek drops the, the word more, more and, and he kind of emphasizes, like, right. like he kind of drags it's out like the, the R way sound I say a little war, bit. Right? Like it's not. <laughs> It's not war. It's a war, right? Like you got to emphasize it differently. It's a different name. And this is more, more furniture uh, where you can absolutely get the best furniture in the valley. Uh, I love the fact that they have these uh, reclining couches that have all of these secret cubby holes for like your cell phone to charge in. And yeah. Stuff. They oh, like yeah. Wireless chargers now on the on the couch where you just set your phone down on a thing and then it's just charging. It's great. I'm just trying to picture like like our Suns crews, you know, has been out there watching the Suns game on our more furniture recliners here in the office. Mm-hmm. They were pretty angry at some different points there, Derek. Mm-hmm. And that was while they were sunken in the mm-hmm. just lovely mm-hmm. hug like yeah, chair. They kind of having little tantrums over yeah, you know, like like Devin how, Booker not how boxing much out worse and CP3's offense. How much wild. worse would those tantrums have been if yeah. they weren't sitting in Oh, the if they were uncomfortable? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. At least they respect the furniture. They respect the furniture <laughs> because it's so damn comfortable. So uh, you get you get furniture you respect over at morefurniture.com. And, of course, when people deliver it with the white gloves, again, that makes you feel bad about kicking it during a basketball game. So have the white glove delivery service. That way you'll treat your furniture better, and you can save big on the best furniture in the Valley when you head to morefurniture.com. Jesse, Diamondbacks, way on top on the NL West. 
what the hell is going on with everybody else? Because I was noticing. Well, just as everyone I suspected, Derek. Everyone knew I that knew the NL West was, was terrible. Meanwhile, right? The Padres over... didn't have a chance. The Dodgers didn't have a chance. The NL West is just a crapshoot. The Diamondbacks would be in third place in the NL Central right now. Uh, meanwhile, right? That because is crazy. that division that is, is going wild. Uh, the Pirates. Even, even the Pirates. The Pirates right. are a juggernaut. They have, they, we all like, like we all know. And Andrew like McCutcheon returns home, and there you go. But yeah, the uh, not 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 a great start for the NL West, which is very good for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, San Francisco Giants just kind of flat out bad. Uh, their bullpen had a 5.82 ERA heading into today's games. Yeah, Oof, not yeah. very good. Their pitching has been awful uh, all across the board. Yeah, yeah, the Giants have not been the team that a lot of people expected them to be, which is not necessarily... Of course they're not. Yeah, right, right. Uh, No, I mean, I don't think people expected the Giants to win, you know, 90 games or anything, but there were, like, actual projection systems that, you know, had the Giants, like, an 85, 88-win team, something in that range. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they've been as bad as their record would would suggest. Uh, They're kind of of middle-of-the-road offensively and middle-of-the-road uh, from a run prevention standpoint, if you look at the numbers. Uh, but yeah, their bullpen has been a big issue for them. Their bullpen ERA, almost six entering today. Um, and that's that's kept them from, you know, a lot of those 50-50 games haven't gone their way, even though they've, they've basically scored the same number of runs as their opponents. They haven't been able to turn that many of those games into wins. I love the fact that the Padres are struggling. Uh, it's been rough. It's not great that Xander Bogarts, the new addition, has been the really good part of the team. They'd be completely lost without like, him. Like that bothers I mean, they, me. It really be... bothers me because they were so close to like, or like they fucking pulled him out of nowhere, right? So it's like, man, without him, they would be really bad. But unfortunately, they're getting someone that's been very, very good back just in time for their series with the D-backs, and that's Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, who's just been hitting the goddamn cover off the ball in AAA. Yeah, I think it was like six home runs and 10 at-bats or something at one point. Uh, Just absolutely ridiculous production from Fernando Tatis. I hate the fact that the only reason why he's able to come back right now is because the Padres went so deep into the playoffs. I hate that. That's the only it reason is, why yeah. his suspension is lifted early. But a lot of people have back. been angry about the fact that he is allowed to participate in AAA games, even like while he's while serving suspension. his suspension. Like the suspension keeps him from big league games; it doesn't keep him from AAA games. I do understand that. I mean, it is like I mean, you could you could make a case that you know starting the year with a couple weeks in AAA to you know hit fourteen homers or something in two weeks. It's not necessarily the worst way to start your season, yeah. right? You go from there to the big leagues. Obviously, that he's going to have to adjust to what big league pitching looks like again. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know if this suspension has necessarily affected him that much. It's obviously kept him away from from being able to impact games for the Padres. But this weekend's going to be big with with Tatis coming back. I believe it's the twenty first. I want to say I think it's the Friday game, not the Thursday game, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Um, but we will see Fernando Tatis playing games this weekend for the Padres, and they desperately need him right now because somehow Derek Juan Soto has just not figured out how to hit as a member of the Padres. Hitting 164, uh, slashing pretty, 164, 346, 361. He always draws his walks, but man, he's oh. just not impacting the baseball the Let's same way he did continues. in DC. Let's just hope it continues. At least... Uh, Let's hope it continues until the end of the month. If he's going to figure it out, figure it out in May, and then we don't play the Padres again until August. So, I mean, I don't want them to get on a tear when we're not playing them either, but it would be way better if he continued to struggle 
much like Michael Waka and Nick Martinez have struggled against uh, yeah. everybody. Yeah, the Padres rotation has not been that good. Uh, Waka and Martinez both have ERAs over five. The other three guys have, have kind of held things down. Uh, the top of their rotation has been all right. They do have some some injuries that have crept up. Blake Snell has missed time for them. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that was kind of a weakness that we pinpointed heading into the season for the yeah. Padres. The rotation right. wasn't that good, and uh, they've had to dig into their depth a little bit. Joe Musgrove has also been out, uh, but it hasn't it hasn't really worked for them. Waka and Martinez have both really struggled. Uh, speaking of pitching struggling, that's kind of the story of the Dodgers season so far. Uh, struggling starting pitching, struggling relief pitching, uh, and their offense hasn't really been great either. But uh, mostly their offense has been all right because James Outman has been like the best player in the National League so far. Which, I don't understand. Uh, just felt felt he, inevitable. He really after. should be a pitcher with a name like Outman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, he shouldn't be. A, he shouldn't be a pitcher with the numbers that he's putting up right now <laughs> offensively, Derek. Uh, I don't think they're about to do that. But yeah, Noah Syndergaard has just not been good for the Dodgers. He's got an ERA over five. Uh, Michael Grove is in their rotation to start the year. He has nine. an ERA of nine in three starts. Uh, the other guys in the rotation have been good. Dustin May, Julio Urias, Clayton Kershaw, all those guys have been Dustin fine. May. Yeah, Dust, Dustin May did get, uh, I think the Mets got to Dustin May a little bit last yeah. night. But overall, their rotation's been all right, with the exception of those those two last guys. Their bullpen hasn't been very good either. That's also been an issue for the Dodgers. Uh, their team ERA right now, combining starters and relievers, is 4.41. Seems like the Dodgers are always in the in the low, maybe mid threes at worst from what we've seen the last few years. So their pitching staff has really taken a step back. Uh, and then I guess we have the Rockies. Yeah, I mean, do you want to talk about why the Rockies aren't <laughs> aren't good? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't think we should waste the people's time with that. They're just the Rockies. That's that's good enough. Uh, we said that the D-backs were a wagon, right? You guys know that. The D-backs are a wagon. That's what the sign says. Don't make me tap the sign again. That's the sign. The D-backs are a wagon. Uh, our friends from the DNVR Rockies crew, they wanted to know what 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 word they could make um, that would sum up the Rockies with their CR logo. And I, I tried to do scrappy. But the S got cut off. Um, so <laughs> oh, is that how? Is that what happened? That's what happened, Jesse. I was cropping on Photoshop, and sometimes it's just all over the place. So it ended up saying "crappy," <laughs> uh, which, by definition, I mean, I know, I know, uh, there's gonna, I know Ruth is gonna think I'm being crass on that, but uh, <laughs> the actual definition of "crappy" is of extremely poor quality, and based on the fact that they have seven position players with a negative WAR. Uh, I think that that's an accurate definition of that team right now. Yeah, I mean, Elias Diaz is knocking the cover off the ball, throwing out all the base runners from behind the dish for the Rockies. Uh, Chris Bryant's been okay. But the rest of that team has has really struggled out of the gate. Uh, I think Kyle Freeland has had some some good starts on the pitching side. Herman Marquez had a bit of an injury scare the other day. I think he's going to be okay. Uh, but the rest of that rotation, man, is just, it's just brutal. Uh, Jose Urania... Uh, honestly, maybe not really a major league quality starter at this point. And pitching in Coors Field, I don't think does him any favors. Uh, Austin Gomber is also in there. Ryan Feltner, a guy that most people probably haven't heard of, has also uh, been a member of the Rockies rotation this year. So, uh, yeah, this is the one team out of the list that they're struggling. And 
We are not at all surprised. The Colorado Rockies did not look like a good team coming no. into this season, and they have not been that so far. No. Ryan asked, how is the All-City standings? I promise we will give you an update on the All-City Yeah, we'll bring standings. it back. Derek's uh, just afraid to because the, the Cubs are a little too a little too good right now. So. Right now. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know if I can deal with that. But, but the well, White Sox and the Rockies, yeah, not good. Yeah, so. We feel confident about that. So we will bring that back uh, for tomorrow's post-series show because uh, we have a 10.15 a.m. start. So breakfast with the Arizona Diamondbacks and your guys over here. Maybe lunch. I don't know. We'll be here probably around... Hopefully 1230, but the way this fucking baseball game knows, who, who knows? Maybe 2 o'clock is when we'll be seeing you. Uh, looking at the probable pitchers, we have Madison Bumgarner on the mound for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Woodford on the mound for the Cardinals. Take the over in this one. That's my big su- yeah. suggestion. Based especially on the Diamondbacks' bullpen being taxed. I'm not going to say that the Diamondbacks are a sure thing to sweep this game with how taxed they are. And to be honest... It might be a good game to just let Bumgarner stay out there and figure things out for a while, even if he does end up struggling. Yeah, the D-backs might. They, they, that's a great point. They really might go to Bumgarner and say, like, you know. You're pitching 100 pitches. You, you might have You're to give us a pitches, little more period. length than, <laughs> than you'd want to. Although, Tori Lavello was apologetic for uh, having Mad Bum throw too many pitches in his second start. I do think the D-backs are a little wary of pushing him too far. Yeah. So, be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, Jake Woodford on the mound for the, for the Cardinals. He's given up 20 hits and 14 in the third innings this year, opposing teams batting 345 off of him. Uh, last year, he was a reliever, primarily a reliever for the Cardinals. Uh, had a 2-2-3 ERA, uh, so he, he put up some decent numbers there. But he's always been kind of a, a pitch-to-contact sort of a guy, only has 101 strikeouts in over 150 innings in his career. So... Uh, another guy you feel like you can jump on a little bit tomorrow if you're uh, if you're the D-backs and uh, and a righty on on the mound, which I think is is also a welcome change for them. Today was one of the first days we've seen the D-backs have some success against a left-handed starter. Uh, tomorrow you'll see a, a righty back on the mound for the Cardinals. If the D-backs do get a sweep. That means just three more games till Purple Hair Derek makes an appearance. Uh, the Diamondbacks have four more, games. more wins, more wins. What did I say? Games? I think you said games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, if they get the yeah. They, they have wins. to win. Three more wins. Three yeah, more right. after tomorrow, right. assuming they win tomorrow. We are assuming they're winning tomorrow. But four wins total uh, for the rest of the month. They have four games against the Padres, three against the Kansas City Royals, uh, and then three to close out the month against the Rockies. So we talked about two of those teams not being very good so far. Plenty of opportunities for the Diamondbacks to make me eat my, my words about them not having a winning record after the first month. Uh, and I'm happy to have doubted them. If, if I can be bulletin board yeah, material yeah. for them uh, to have a look at that guy. I mean, I think he's cute. I think he looks Pretty cute. soon we're going to have to talk about what you're going to do if they go over 500 in May. right? We're going to have to have a whole other thing set up. Oh, man. By the end of the season, you're just going to look oh, ridiculous. Look absurd. <laughs> just looks uh, like a circus clown after, yeah. after everything. <laughs> it's goal. the hair in April. It's yeah. the beard in May. No, no. We, no I can't it's the big shoes in June. <laughs> <laughs> clown nose. Clown nose after May. Every episode. Um, but I'll tell you, tomorrow's game is a great time for a wake and bake with our friends from OGs. Get some OGs edibles. Uh, get up early. If you clear your schedule, you know, play hooky from work or whatever you have to do. Have some OGs. Watch some baseball. Uh, it's the best. Sometimes getting high in the morning is the best time to get high. Uh, you can try their new strawberries and cream happy balance, which doesn't make you feel so high, but might just put you in that perfect mood. 
uh, for a Madison Bumgarner start. So check out our friends at OG's. They're flavoring life. We had a blast, by the way, hanging out with them out at the Buds of Palooza. They were they had this amazing VIP area for us to sit in and hang out in. And it wasn't really VIP. I think anybody could sit in it. Uh, but it was just couches. And it was great because we were there for a very, very long time. And uh, it... I, I can't do shows that are five, six hours anymore, Jesse. Mm. My legs, uh, my feet, my body, they can't they can't take that. I'm too old for that. But thanks to OGs, they all they had me feeling good and they had me relaxed and taking care of myself by sitting on big comfy couches. So shout out uh, to OGs and shout out to everybody that stopped by our booth. We got sold a lot of shirts, which was just great to see so many people interested in our wonderful shirts, especially this shirt, which was just brand new uh, and available at uh, the OG's uh, booth at the Buds of Palooza, but now you can get them online uh, as well. Uh, and if you want to try getting uh, sleep instead of doing those edibles early in the morning, try their Sleep Edition gummy. I'm a big fan. Uh, find them at your local dispensary at ogsbrands.com. Must be 21 or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. Shout out to Four Peaks Beer as well. Another way to spend a Madison Bumgarner start potentially. Uh, be sure to follow our friends at Four Peaks Brew to get all the latest on Arizona's premier craft brewery. Uh, and of course, we are going to be having our big uh, NFL draft watch party on April 27th at their 8th Street Pub. Uh, the best place to take in that NFL draft on April 27th uh, is there with us, your favorite degenerates. Register for free in the link in your show notes uh, to take advantage of beer specials. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. Uh, beer specials include $3 Redbird Lager Pints. Remember, uh, those you can't drink the Redbird Lager until after tomorrow's game. Uh, $5 Redbird Lager Pitchers, same rules apply there. Uh, and also we have our usual PHNX specials of $3 Kilt Lifters and Wow Pints. So make sure to join us out there. Uh, last but not least, let's watch some baseball together. We got our D-back season ticket pass. Uh, we also have our game time friends. Uh, you can, of course, buy tickets last minute through game time, which is the best place to buy them through. Procrastinate, save up to 60%. Uh, game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, as Jesse would stay, a very aesthetically pleasing app. Uh, create an account. Use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. You can also get our D-backs takeover season pass, uh, which we will have the link for in our description as well. That includes six PHNX D-backs takeover tickets, pregame meetup access with food, uh, plus that wonderful, it's always sunny in the valley, PHNX D-backs shirt. All of that is part of that takeover season pass. Uh, here's a look at the games that we will be uh, uh, attending, one per month. We got that Kansas City Royals game, which just might be the purple hair clinching game. We might be all together when when the when the hair gets clinched, when they get that, that <laughs> win to confirm they have the winning month. Let's go. Uh, Giants, Braves, Cardinals, Padres, Rockies, all great matchups, all fun time, plus... Some of those we're going to have some uh, fun sections where we will be sitting on in. So make sure to keep your eyes peeled for that. Grab that takeover season pass and join us uh, for baseball. We are excited. This team's coming home this weekend. We will be out there. We'll be chatting with Zach Gallen about getting the National League Player of the Week, which we didn't really touch on too much, but very well deserved for Zach Gallen in his two outings yeah. of uh, scoreless baseball. Uh, 18 strikeouts in those two uh, two outings. So. Uh, kudos to Zach without the K from your friends at Finks. Uh, <laughs> and of course, we'll be talking more about that. 
Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. This maniac is at Jesse N. Friedman. Damon is at Damon Dog with a D-A-W-G at the end and a roof. Uh, also, uh, you can follow our account, PHNX <laughs> underscore DVACs, and all roads, of course, lead to PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate your time. Let's go watch the Suns win a playoff game. Uh, on behalf of Damon, Jesse, and myself, we appreciate you stopping in during this very vital moment. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when your team is a wagon. <laughs>